0: Save the Semantics episode 215, it is June 13th, 2023, my name is Myro. this is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit, um, recording this one pretty early in the week, um, because I, I wanted to, and I had some, I had some time to do so, uh, the, uh, the NBA Finals just wrapped up yesterday, last night, uh, so I decided... I think it might be better just to provide some, you know, close to close to the action reaction to it since uh I think that's probably the best. I think by the end of the week I I I probably have already kind of moved on from it, so might as well just sort of live in that kind of time frame. But yeah. The NBA finals is over, the NBA season is over. The Denver Nuggets have won. Uh, their first championship in franchise history. Congratulations to them um, and for Nikola Jokic for getting his MVP, his finals MVP uh, and all the due credit that comes with that. I think that um, I think that's it, it's, it's sort of what I was kind of talking about earlier on during the playoffs during, I guess even during the regular season a little bit um, about how the nuggets they have been in the position where they were the number 1 seed before and they were in a position where they were you know a higher seed but they just could not get past you know get past like the second round really um and so i think this year was kind of like a they had to kind of prove it and 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 they really did like I, there's really no doubt to really anyone that they were the best team um Like, of course, you can make some hypothetical situations like, oh, what if they faced against, like, the Bucks if they were healthy or if they faced against, you know, the Celtics if they were (laughs) if they were good (laughs) or the Sixers if they were good. Right. Like that sort of thing. But that's just that's not what happened, man. I think the best team just won. Uh, Like there's always going to be like revisionist kind of history and shit. Where it's like, oh, what if this and this, what if so and so player wasn't injured? Like that's all that shit's always gonna happen, you know what I mean? Like what ifs. There's always gonna be hypothetical scenarios, like, for for other teams. Um But I think this really was like the most like it it just it just this was the most likely outcome. You know, you could argue out of the most you know, out of all of the what ifs I'm trying to think of one, and it's just like, well, I, the Heat had an inexplicable run during the during this past, you know, during the playoffs. Like, it's it's incredible what they were able to do, but I'm I'm like struggling to think, like, if it, if if any other team were were able to like change something, it's like, well, I don't know. It's like it's pretty, you know, I think it's pretty minimal, like any changes that could have really happened, other than like Giannis being able to play all of the games in that series, like. Even so, they were the best team in the league, and they lost to the eighth seed, so I don't know, like, and they they also lost the games that Giannis did play, (laughs) so it's like, okay, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but I I just think that team, they just lost, they beat the Knicks, and then they beat the Celtics, like, I, I think there was a pretty clear path run that they had, um so regardless of whatever situation where one player might have not been injured or, you know, they had been present. Like, I I just don't really see it having so much of an impact that it wouldn't have led to this current outcome. You know what I'm saying? And then in the West, it's like, I, I, the, the nuggets were just the best team. Like it's just, that's just what the case was. They, they were the best team. They beat everybody. Um, fair and square really. Um, I'd like, I'm really, I can't really think of a, another what if. <laughs> like, oh, if maybe this team, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I really can't think of it. Like, they they swept the Lakers. They beat the Timberwolves pretty, you know, handedly. Um, and the, they're really the only most, like, the most competitive series they had was against the Suns. But even, that was just not enough for the, the Suns just didn't have enough. Like, the you know, they had to have, you know. Booker and KD go off for like 50 <laughs> each, right, for them to win those games. So, um, yeah, I I just it, this is just like the clear outcome, really, if you think about it. So, um, I think it's a really deserving championship for title for the Nuggets. Um, and I think really great run by them. A lot of people are already discussing. I mean, this is just—it's just so reactionary, you know what I'm saying? Like immediately after a championship, it's like, oh, is, are they going to be a dynasty? Oh, what about multiple championships? It's all—it's always going to be that kind of conversation, you know what I mean? Um, it's just like, just, just let's just, goddamn, just like, <laughs> you know, appreciate what is going on right now. My goodness, like it's—it it is fun to have those conversations, but it's like it takes away from. It's like, "Oh, they achieved this goal, but can they also do this?" It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Like just accept this as like one of a just like a really impressive team victory and impressive individual performance by Jokic, like I just <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um again, it's it's yeah, whatever. Thinking about hypotheticals and that sort of thing is 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 fun, but I I just some of it can feel a bit overblown and i think it i don't it takes away from the conversation of um just appreciating this team and and what they were able to do so uh yeah i um the just the best team the best team clearly won uh this time around so um i think that's uh i think that was cool to witness and i i i enjoyed you know, of course, I, I was of the camp that wanted to have an extended series. I wanted this game to go... I wanted this series to go as long as it could. I was still, like... I think I was picking... I don't know if I said this, like, out loud, but I was, I was like, picking Denver in, like, six. Um, and we almost got there. <laughs> if the Heat somehow pulled this one off, then maybe we could have gotten to game six or seven. We never know. But um, I still think this was a... They were. They were... Two, I would say there were two really good games. It was Game Two and Game and this game really were the really um, the really competitive games. The one that the Heat won, and then this game where it was just a ugly ass battle to the end, and where nobody was making shit. Like it was just so people were like throwing the ball away, and you know Jimmy Butler was kicking. Aaron Gordon and the Nuts, like, it was just, like, <laughs> it was It was a messy game, you know, um, so I think that, uh, it was a, it was a really scrappy battle to the end, it was fun, it was stressful, I was, I was sweating, for sure, I was like, could the heat pull this off, could they make it, you know, could they push this, um, and that didn't happen, but that's okay, I still think that was a, I think, I still think it was a fun series, even though it was only a five, five game series, because we, we got a couple of good games, out of it we got some we got some great performances uh so was a good time overall and again uh as i talked about a couple days ago on the last episode um i think this was a really great season overall i think there was there were a lot of again unexpected results obviously the biggest one being miami but i also think that there was it, it just feels that these teams, all these teams, are really on kind of like even playing ground at this point. Um, you know, I, of course, I, I made the point that the Nuggets were are clearly kind of the best team right now, especially out west. But uh, I, I still think there's a, there's a certain level of parity that it, that it that can be had with just across the board, like just because they were the best this year doesn't mean that other teams can't get better or they can make improvements from what they had this past year uh i think there there's just potential for a lot of a lot of other teams to kind of join in that you know join kind of in that upper echelon like or just you know at least make some kind of a leap i think we can talk about like the the thunder being one of those teams they made it you know they almost made it into the playoffs uh, they just lost in the play-in, but they had a you know, they beat the... Uh, was it the Clippers, I think? Who did they beat? I think they beat, the, they beat the Clippers. And then they got their ass handed to them by the Timberwolves. I remember that. Um, but I think that... I don't know. I think... No, it wasn't the Clippers. No, because the Clippers was the sixth seed. Who am I thinking of? They... They won two. I'm really trying to remember the seating of the play. And it was like nine. It was like Lakers. No, seven, eight, nine, ten. Seven. God damn it, dude. What the fuck was in that? Seven was. Because Dallas didn't make it, Dallas was 11. The Lakers were 8, I think. No, no, no. I think the Lakers were 7. Yeah, the Lakers were 7. The Wolves were 8. The Pelicans were 9. And then the Thunder were 10. The Thunder beat the Pelicans. I remember that. And then they played against the Timberwolves. And then they lost. That's how it went. Um, So, I think there's potential for the Thunder to move up maybe you know they they if they get like Chet back and he kind of is inserted into the lineup that could be in a, a you know a young exciting team that could have put some potential could make make some noise out in the west uh we're talking about the Spurs like I don't know how much of a leap they're gonna make even like you know once they get you know yeah i I, like who knows how like it's hard it's really hard to say like how much of an impact he's going to have i i I don't think my expectation is that they're not like they're still going to be like a you know under 500 team but we we we, i really don't know how good (laughs) like he's going to be and how much of an impact he's going to have um and i i don't know how like the other players in that roster it's sort of like kind of unpredictable you know what i mean so um maybe in a few years like we, we, we i think we just give, have to give it some time for the spurs um and then you know if i the timberwolves are kind of a question mark like there's just such a there's such a big question mark with that team like they have some pieces like, I'm sure they're going to try again with Rudy Gobert and see if if they can make something work and try to run it back in some way, shape, or form. But they had a large... Like, like of course, not having Jaden McDaniels hurt them. Um, like, if they had him in... Uh, what was it? If they had him in the... Because he hurt his hand, I remember. I, th- I think it was in the Lakers game, right? When they lost that. And then he punched the wall. And that was also the game that Rudy Gobert punched uh, Kyle Henderson, right? That's a crazy. There's a There's a lot of fucking shit that happened this season, man. <laughs> just thinking on it. Um, I just, yeah, I, I just don't know about the Timberwolves, man. It's just hard to tell. Like, I, I, I think it would be great to see Anthony Edwards succeed. He's still so young. Like, he has. There's just so. There, there's so. There's so much potential for him. I think that Minnesota should try their best to like. I don't know. They just—they just, should just continue to grow in, in some way, shape, or form. Get some playoff experience. Like, it, like it doesn't. If they lose the next, if they're not able to get like past like the first round in the next couple of seasons or whatever the fuck, like I don't know, man. Just keep going at it. I think that they should just try their best to like stick to. I don't know. They they should just try to build around him in some sense. I know that, Carl Anthony Towns is still, like he's still young, but he's. Uh, he's not as young as, as Edwards, as Edwards is 21, which is crazy. Like there's, he has so much, there's still so much for him ahead. Um, so I think that, I think it makes sense to, if it doesn't really work out next year, then maybe try to build around him, maybe trade cat and, and, and do something there. Um, other teams, you know, last year I was talking last year after the playoffs, After the Pelicans lost to the Suns in the first round, I was thinking that they were going to make a leap, but it's just, they've just been so unlucky with injuries, and and now there's like a bunch of drama with Zion and shit, like I just don't know, like that's another question mark, which is really unfortunate for New Orleans, because it seemed like they had something really exciting coming up, and you know, halfway through the season, maybe not halfway, but like maybe like 20-30 games into the regular season this year like you you would saw the potential you're like damn Zion is this you could see him try to like he's him starting to flourish and, and the Pelicans are starting to get some recognition in the league and but it, it just fizzles out because of him getting injured uh Ingram getting injured and it's just um just really unfortunate Um because I thought that there was there was I don't know there was something there and maybe they can work with something there, but this just, Zion is just, it seems like he's a bit of a liability, and that sucks, (laughs) that's, that that really fucking sucks, because he's, he's an, he's, he's so fun to watch, um, and I think the Pelicans were really fun to watch earlier on, but it just didn't, it just didn't last, because of, you know, circumstances, so, yeah, we'll see we'll see about that. We will we will see about that team. I don't really I'm not putting too many eggs um in their basket. Uh out east some rising teams to take into consideration. Um I'm thinking now this is gonna be a weird one. And I think <laughs> I, I I made a similar prediction last year and I was wrong. <laughs> uh but the Hawks the Hawks underperformed last year, and I was thinking that they might be, you know, they might be something this year. Uh, once they got Dejounte Murray, and I was like, they could be like a four or five seed. They were not that. They were in the play-in. Uh, they beat the Heat <laughs> somehow, and then they lost to the Celtics in six. But I think that Quinn Snyder is a good enough coach where he can potentially push them um into being in like kind of mid mid standings in in the playoff bracket i think that's possible um i i I really feel because i I remember watching some of their some of the games when nate mcmillan was still the coach and like they were they were good like for the first half (laughs) like they were kicking ass like they were moving the ball around and like it was just exciting to watch um but then, like, the second half, they just, like... It, it just kept happening where they, like, blew leads. It, it, it was sort of a similar situation to, like, the Timberwolves. Where they were just blowing leads. Like, they were blowing fourth quarter leads. It was the same thing happening with, like, the Hawks in certain games. Um, so, if they can somehow, like, tighten that up and be better. <laughs> like, in in holding... Maintaining leads. I think they could be a good team. I think they could be a pretty pretty damn good team. So... We'll have to see about that. But I I am sort of anticipating them to be better next year. Um, If they can hold on to, like, DeJounte Murray and maybe do more with him. Because that's still a pretty big acquisition. Or I guess trade, right? He was traded, too. Was he traded? Yeah, I think so. um, Uh, So I I, I still think that there's potential there uh, for the Hawks. so uh i'm keeping my eyes on them other rising teams um it's hard to see cuz like the teams in the there's a, there were a lot of <laughs> i'm i'm going to be kind of blunt but there were some bottom feeders in the east for sure uh like there were not a lot of above 500 teams after like the playing teams you know what i mean so uh, I think it's a little hard to. I'm trying to see. Maybe the magic. It's like the magic. You, you could see there was some potential there. Like they were like one of the, one of the. They had like one of the best records in the league. Like at a certain point in the season, like for like a, you know, a short period of time. But they were like really good. Uh, they had like a ten game winning streak or some shit like that. I forgot. Um, so, I don't know. You never know. It could be. It could be something there for. For the Magic and for some of the younger teams that, you know, had had high draft picks. The Pistons with Cade. So, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, there's going to be a lot of changes next year for sure. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't really know what to expect with the Warriors. I'm not expecting much this year, really. um, As I didn't really expect, out. I didn't expect much out of them during the playoffs. So I'm just going to keep, you know, I'm just going to enjoy the ride. I'm going to enjoy the games for what they are. Uh, of course, I'm still going to be watching for Steph and, you know, Clay and, and the gang to, you know, be exciting at points. Um, but in terms of making deep playoffs runs and potential championship runs, I, it's sort of, it's hard to envision with this team. And like I said, I, I it's possible that they might be, moving some pieces around so the team might look really different next year um but even then i'll I'll still be watching i'll still be enjoying them um but yeah we will see uh yeah i just wanted to provide kind of uh somewhat i mean you know the game was last night but you know somewhat relatively close in timing to uh to the end of that uh Within the next day or so And I think that uh, Great season overall I think it was a really Great season um, I'm just going to be I'm going to be looking forward, forward to The next thing I'm going to be Looking forward to is, I guess the draft I don't know I mean if, Like it's sort of You kind of know what to expect It's like going to be Wembonyama, uh, Scoot Henderson uh, It's like Brandon Miller Right It's like those three guys And then there's Going to be other guys Who I've heard I've heard the other Uh, other players in this draft class are going to be really good. So maybe I'll be watching that. So it's been a long time since I've watched the NBA draft. So maybe I'll tune into that. Uh, But yeah, other than that, season is over again. Once again, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets and the fans. Um, And yeah, I'm going to, I'll see, I'll see if I post or I'll see if I record another episode this weekend and maybe I'll talk about some other stuff. Um but for now, uh we'll call we'll call it there. All right. Uh it's Monday. So, you know, technically it would make sense to record a new entry for next week's episode, but we're we're going to keep it this week um just cuz I think uh It sort of fits, it's a holiday today, it's Juneteenth, and it kind of fits into the last week, you know what I mean? Also, who cares, this shit is all arbitrary anyway, it doesn't really matter. So yeah, it's a continuation of uh, this week's episode, 215, Um, it is Monday, Monday, June 19th, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a, a decent little day, it's been a decent little weekend we had going on, um... I have been playing more Tears of the Kingdom. What a surprise. I feel, and this might sound kind of surprising, but I feel like I might be reaching the end of the game. Um, Or rather, I feel like I'm nearing kind of a conclusion to the game. Of course, like the story... I'm, I'm kind of, I've progressed it to a point where I'm going to, you know, get to the last boss or the last dungeon whatever you want to call it. Um, and then of course there's a bunch of other extra stuff that I want to do uh, before I get to that point. But like like I've said, like I've kind of like I've said a lot. I think once I beat the game it might be a little difficult for me to get back into it because there's less incentive for me to... I don't know. <clears throat> I think the driving force or driving motivation for me is really just playing through the story as most, as I, as I it is with most games for me. Um, so it might be a little difficult for me to jump back into it if I do beat it. So I'm sort of... I'm a little hesitant to beat the main story, even though I kind of want to at this point. Um there are still there are still quite a lot of things that I do want to do um, big thing is like completing the shrines I want to try to do all the shrines um, and then I also want to fill out the entire map I think those are like the two key things that I want to do and then any extra side shit maybe I'll do post game but we'll see again it might it might be hard to you know delve back into that uh, once I beat the uh, the main story but we will see. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm kind of surprised that I'm saying that like my, my, you know, I've been playing this for like a month now, month like nonstop. Um, <laughs> part of me was like, this might hold me off for like an, an entire year. But um, you get through you. <laughs> when you have when you have some time available. And you have some motivation. And you're like, damn, this game is really pulling me in. Uh, you realize how quickly you get through. Um, you realize how quickly you get through the game. Or, you know, if you're watching, like, a show or something, you realize how quickly you get through that. Um, and it's like, wow, damn. I'm, ar- I'm already at the end, which is kind of surprising uh, to me. And I... Part of me is a little, like, melancholy that I've already, like, done so much in the game. Um And I know there is still plenty of more to do. It's just that I feel that I might, I might have, like, exhausted kind of the majority of the main things that I do want to do. But who knows? There might be some other side. There might be some other side content that comes along that, you know, motivates me to continue going forward. But, yeah, it's... uh interesting spot to be um but i think that's sort of where where my head's at is uh, i've uh, i've sort of reached kind of the pinnacle um you know i've i've given plenty of praises so far um but it's it's been a, it's been one of one of my favorite gaming experiences in the last few years um it's it really it really encapsulates what the first game did in terms of exploration and just this sense of awe and shit like that. And it kind of doubled that to an extent. Um, I don't know if it necessarily... Because a lot of the, the same feelings that I did have were essentially essentially kind of similar to how I felt when I first played through Breath of the Wild. You know, however long ago, four or five. I mean, five, yeah, five years ago, really, at this point. Um, probably longer. Um, and I don't know if it necessarily replicates that feeling. It's just, uh, it's just different. I think it's just, it's just another, it's just sort of like an added bonus of discovering some new shit, figuring out some, these new mechanics. The crazy thing is, thing is like, I'm still like figuring out new mechanics and I probably still will be. Um, but like, there was like some basic one that I just figured, just, that I just realized, like, today. And I got it from, like, the tip. <laughs> I got it from, like, the, you know, when you're, you know, trans, you know, when you, like, fast travel to a new location and you go through, there's, like, a loading screen. One of the tips from those loading screens is, like, something that I never even considered. And I was like, why have I never, why have I never done that? Like, I've just, I've been sitting on, I have a pile, I have an entire fucking collection of this specific item it was like the uh which one was it the puff shroom there's so much use for that and i never used it i could this could this could have made shit so much easier but i just never utilized it because i was using other shit i was making life more difficult for myself um so i thought that was kind of funny um there's also i mean there's just there's just more there's 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 a lot you know i don't want to dismiss the fact that there's still so much more to do. It's just sort of my general feeling in terms of once I kind of reach a certain point um you know it coincides with like <clears throat> the story and i'm 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 sort of like holding off the story at this point <laughs> right of of course the the side content is really good, and I've really enjoyed it uh but a lot of it is me holding off on doing the main story uh it was kind of a similar case with xenoblade 3 except xenoblade 3 i feel like there was more um i think the side you know i mean that game is so heavily story focused that the side content does did contribute quite a lot in terms of the world building and the character development so i think that was a little different in that sense i think this in this case the the content that i'm doing in tears of the kingdom are much much more yes, world building, but it is also me delaying the inevitable. (laughs) I think that's sort of like a bigger, bigger aspect of it, um, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been great, man. I'm I'm probably going to continue singing its praises and, you know, how much I talk about how much I've enjoyed my, my playthrough of it and stuff like that. And, um, I'll talk about, you know, once I wrap up the main story, whenever that will be, who knows? It might be, it might, it might honestly be longer than I think it might be. Cause, um, <clears throat> I don't know if I'll, you know, have the time this week to, to finish it. Um, I mean, I'm not going to finish it this week, but, um, so it might be later, a little later down the line. Um, but once I do wrap up the main story, I, I, I kind of want to give some final, like final thoughts, which might be kind of some, reiterations of what i've already said but uh yeah i think um i'll have some more clear you know full i can fully kind of recollect and really give a sense of what i um <clears throat> give a good summary of how i you know feel about this game and what it kind of means to me i guess um but yeah it's been a it's been a great it's been a great little Great little adventure for sure. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, speaking of, I'm kind of jumping back and forth, but speaking of uh, Xenoblade Three, still kind of that's sort of like my supplementary game. Um, I am still in the process of doing a hundred percent, and I'm, you know, hundred quote, percent quote unquote a hundred percent. I'm not I'm not gonna do like everything, but I did want to try to at least do the all of the quests and i'm i feel like i'm getting close i think i'm really reaching the end of all all of the quests which i think is pretty impressive um like i didn't i didn't really i was like damn i don't see an end to these like these just keep coming man like they're 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 tucked away in you know npc conversations and uh you know campfire discussions and shit like that so um it's uh but it's coming it's coming to a close man i'm I'm getting really close to wrapping those up um I think that's probably the main thing that I want to do in terms of like you know a hundred percent maybe I'll do some gems I don't know if I really want to do that that's kind of grindy, but it could be like a you know mindless thing that I do while i you know multitask and do some other shit while I you know grind for some materials and in crafting gems um and then i think the classes i don't know if that's maxing the classes seems like a kind of a pain in the ass i don't know if i'm going to do that like cuz i don't use all of the classes either there's some classes that i just don't think is is useful at all um and uh it's really just prepping me for the like my second playthrough of the game where i i it through in uh, japanese that that will be uh that will be later down the line though um you know once i you know once i play through some other games (laughs) um so but yeah i'm just i want to do as much as i can in the base game um and then kind of set myself up to do like a new game run new game plus run with japanese voices and uh I want to kind of experiment using different um classes and stuff um during kind of like the first playthrough or for you know first section of the game and do do you know try that out because i think that might be kind of fun um so yeah that's sort of my where i'm at with uh with xenoblade um i'm thinking you know once i finish tears which is again i don't know how long it's going to be you know it could be in a couple weeks it could be in a month uh, it might even be longer than that. Really, um, I might be underestimating how much time that I w- will be spending in it. I might be spending much more time than I am thinking. Um, but after that, I am gonna dive into. I am gonna dive back into Persona Five because I've kind of neglected that game for for a bit now. Um, it's uh, it's pretty lengthy, man. I um, I think I probably talked about that before, but I think that that's sort of one of my. I guess one of my criticisms is sort of the pacing of the game so far. Like, it's really, it's great. Everything is, you know, the presentation is incredible. Um, I just think in regards to, like, the story and the pacing and just some of the gameplay, it it starts to feel a little monotonous. And I I started to feel feel it at that point when, uh, to the point that I got to where I am in the game. Um, so I can see, I can kind of see myself getting easily burned out by that. Uh, but I do want to dive back into it cause I think the game is really fun. Um, and I do want to complete it at some point. Um, so Persona 5 is probably kind of next on, <clears throat> excuse me, next on the list after, you know, whatever, you know, <laughs> if, whenever I get through tears, um, afterwards, the next game that I really want to play is Nier Automata. Um, is it Automata or Automata? I think it's Automata. I think that's the better or correct pronunciation of it. Um, I've had that kind of on my backlog for a very long time. I don't own the game yet, but it is one that I've been highly seeking out. Um, and I've been really intrigued to play it, um, just because I've heard really great things about the story and everything like that. Um, and that's really what, that's a huge thing, what, uh... I guess appeals to me is is, is the story of, of a game and that sort of thing. So, that will probably be next on on my list. That's pretty that's a pretty big one um, that I really I'm really intrigued at, in, intrigued with, um, and I'm, I'm I'm excited to play that in the future, kind of along the same veins of like story focused game. Uh, I think more so w- with this one is uh, Thirteen Sentinels. Um, I think i've heard nothing but praise for this game and then this this is what i love hearing is don't look up anything about it and i haven't that's like the only the my the recommendation that i've heard constantly in regards to that game is play the game and don't look a shit up right you just you just want to go into it completely blind and i love to hear that um that's kind of like that just makes me more intrigued um just because I'm like, I don't know what to expect with the story. Um, and uh, I think that playing a very heavily, sto- heavily fo- story focused game um, <clears throat> is kind of, uh, it's going to be really interesting because um, I've heard like the, the game is more akin to like a visual novel, which is interesting because I haven't really played that many visual novels. But I also know that there's like a strategy RPG aspect to it very interesting i really don't know much else from that um and but i've but i've only heard good praise for it um and so that's kind of like that's really in my wheelhouse and uh i want to get to that um at a certain point so yeah a few games that i have in mind after tears of the kingdom um because i know that eventually that's gonna my gameplay my playthrough of that is going to end um <clears throat> but yeah that's kind of uh what i've been thinking of, i i've been thinking a lot about like gaming and shit like that cuz there's been a lot of um there's been a lot of uh things that have been going on in the gaming world like last week there was the there was a bunch of showcases there was like the Xbox um Summer Games Fest, Capcom and who else? There's like PC gaming presentation there's there was a bunch of shit going on so that's just kind of been what's been circulating in my mind lately uh so i've been thinking about oh there's so many new games that i'll never play <laughs> or i'll probably never get to in the near future you know what i mean um like final fantasy 6 16 is coming out this week like i it's just like there, there's so much shit out there and like part of me is like mm, ps5 do i want to get a ps5 for this um but then i think about like whether like I just like I I already like one console is like is like enough for me, you know what I mean? Um and I just don't have the time to play every game, man. That's why I have to that's why I list out these things and I think about like ooh, I actively try to yeah, think about what games that I want to, you know, have on that list. Um but Final Fantasy 16, it seems it seems really great. Uh I've heard that the story is very strong. The music sounds fantastic, of course. No surprise there. Um, And it seems like it's in a really good place. And I think that's really exciting. Um, And I do, like, like part of me is like wants to watch someone play through it. Like, I want to watch people go through the story and stuff like that. um, And kind of be in that, you know, be in the hype when it releases. But I also want to hold off and, um, and play the game myself i don't know how long that's gonna be that could be i don't fucking know five years in the future um and just because it's like uh, I, I just don't know like if it's worthwhile to purchase a ps5 right now for me um you know a lot of factors to take into consideration um, and then also it's like is it worth buying the ps5 for just because of that game and if some other games because i don't know what else i don't know what else there is on the ps5 that really intrigues me final fantasy 7 it's just going to be the final fantasy machine (laughs) you know what i mean like that's that's what it's that's what i'm gonna buy the ps5 for you know what i mean uh that and i don't know maybe elden ring if i ever want to play that or uh uh anything else any of like the playstation exclusives god of war um yeah some other shit uh Uh, what was it Ghost of Tsushima um yeah there's 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 other games out there for sure but I don't think it's enough for me to purchase a game just for that right um I I can't really justify that at this point um so yeah that that might be like a future thing way way you know way down the line um but it looks great I think that's it's cool that uh Final Fantasy is kind of coming back into the graces of, you know, good graces of people, because I know that 15 was a bit of a polarizing game. Um, it looked fun. Uh, I don't really know that much about 15 other than, you know, the main cast, you know, being kind of these, uh, kind of like a boy band, (laughs) just a bunch of dudes driving in a car going on a road trip. Seems kind of fun. Um, combat seems interesting and the music was incredible from, you know, the tracks that I've heard. I think it's just uh, a lot of the other aspects of it was kind of like lackluster and maybe the story execution and the uh, um, maybe some of the gameplay and stuff. So um, I think that sixteen looks to be much more focused in regards to the environment, um, going back to much more of a high fantasy setting and you know, very heavy story focus, which I think is dope. And, um, and obviously I think the, uh, I think the, the writing seems to be a very strong point in in the game. So, uh, that's cool to see. I I, I think that's dope that, uh, I think it's cool when writing kind of gets its credit where it deserves and in terms of just like, um, how that's executed. Um, so yeah seems great. I just don't I just won't be playing it anytime soon. <laughs> um but uh what else? There's there's just been a lot of shit out, man. There's a lot of uh it's been a lot of you know, the star, the Starfield news. Again, that's another game that I probably I don't know if I'll ever play that game, but it seems really cool. It seems like very interesting. Maybe I'll watch some gameplay of it. Um there's a lot of cool stuff going on, man. Um and it's a lot of it is stuff. A lot of it are games and content that i'll probably never directly engage with but i think that it's interesting to see how people react to it it's interesting to see how kind of the industry evolves in a certain sense and how it presents different and new ideas right of course you can talk about Tears of the kingdom and it's achievements and its praise and the praise that it's gotten and then see kind of how the landscape uh sort of evolves from that point um looking at other games like starfield and how expansive it seems like the fact that you can like travel from planet to planet and each planet has its own like distinct like uh distinct uh you know environment i think that's kind of crazy it seems really it seems incredibly ambitious, I just, I don't, (laughs) it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, the, the direct did a pretty good job, I think, of, I didn't watch the whole thing, I I watched parts of, part of it, but, um, it seems sort of in the realm of, like, No Man's Sky in terms of its, uh, in terms of its ambition, like, No Man's Sky, they were just talking all this, and they, they couldn't really, you know back it up when they first released it like now it seems like a pretty competent game it seems like a pretty good game right now but when they first released it it was just like nothing at all like what they were you know talking about so i'm i'm wondering if bethesda is putting just a lot of a lot of weight and expectation into this game with kind of what they've shown um and i'm i'm wondering if that's going to be visible in the final product, you know what I mean? Um because obviously, you know, a common complaint with Bethesda is like the bugs and the fact that it doesn't run well when at launch and that sort of thing. Um and their games just tend to be buggy in general. Uh and then, you know, it, it's just the again, it's just a lot of ambition there. So, will they will they be able to deliver on that front? I don't know, but knows anything anything is possible uh i I do i hope that they're able to pull it off because i think that i think it would be cool to see this game kind of make that leap and and you know but you know provide some potential for other games to kind of follow suit um you know maybe not necessarily you know because triple a games i know take a very long time to develop at this point but maybe other smaller games like indie games or whatever um are able to kind of maybe you know take some inspiration from that but hey, i don't know indie. i don't know what i'm talking about indie games in general i think are um are a great source of uh innovation and that sort of thing so i i i, I i'm i wouldn't say that triple a games are necessarily i don't want to say that they are influencing directly influencing or directly um I guess uh, what would it be inspiring indie games. I think it, it's more actually the other way around. Indie games are sort of inspiring AAA games to to kind of take it a step further in in other regards. So um, I guess it's just it's just it, it, in general the the gaming landscape is evolving and shit, um, and I think it would be cool to see new games like Starfield kind of take a leap and you know try some crazy shit that hasn't been done before. So, um, cuz then it would just like again, it, I think it would just sort of provide more incentive for other game studios to take that chance and try some other shit out. Um so yeah, I've been I've been rambling for a bit um just about the state of gaming and that sort of thing. A lot of new stuff coming out, um a lot of stuff coming out in the future that seems pretty cool. Uh, and again, I don't know if I'll ever, if I'll ever really get to those, but maybe, who knows, maybe 20 years down the line when I, have, when, when I have all of the consoles, all of, you know, when I have a PlayStation 10 and a Nintendo, uh, whatever the fuck it's going to be called, Nintendo, uh, uh, I don't know. What's a, what's a, what's a weird name? A, a Nintendo house or something. <laughs> i don't fucking know when i have all the consoles when i have a gaming pc when i have all of the shit available to me somehow then i'll play all of the games that have been released this year or that will be released within the next year or so um (laughs) so i'll keep you posted on that uh anyways thanks for listening uh this has been save the semantics signing off